Today we're going to talk Chelsea and their crazy spending. Like right now, if you look at you know all the players in their books, this is for every position from the wing to striker to the defense. I mean, they have like they have at least four to five players for each position. And and some of it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they got Joe Felix. You know what I mean? I don't think they should have ever gotten Cocorea. Cocorea is a guy who, you know, he couldn't make it to Barcelona. And he's not even a left back. He's he's like a midfielder. You know, they forced him and turned him into left back in Brighton. And he was doing fine. And then Chelsea, you know, Todd Bowley came in. You know, these Americans are coming in and they're buying everybody. You know, there's a lot of conversation to have about, you know, the Super League this, the Super League that. The Premier League is basically is the Super League. I mean, the spending is happening here. It's ridiculous. They just closed their deal for Fernandez for $121 million. Okay? And then the Ukraine star guy, is it Mudrik? Mudrik? $70 million. You know? And I haven't seen this guy play at all, to be honest with you. His stats are not that impressive from the last team he played for. You know? When he scored like seven goals or something like that. For $70 million. And then you got Joe Felix, who was in Atletico Madrid. They were trying to get rid of him somehow. And Chelsea took the bait. I don't understand. And then up front, you have Aubameyang, who is just not working out for them. You know what I mean? Something's just off with him. I don't know how Grant Potter is going to make this work. But one thing's for sure is Mason Mount days are outnumbered. Okay? Not just Mason Mount. You know, okay? Hassan Adoy. What now? Bro, you need to get out of there. Find a different club immediately. Because this is, this is getting wild. People are wondering, is Grand Potter, can he handle this? All these stars in one room, can he really handle this? And I don't know. I don't think it's more to him. It's more about these players. How are they going to, you know, adapt to the system super fast? I mean, I think Fernando's going to start the next game they play. You get what I'm saying? Even the Ukraine star kid, he also started immediately when he came. So, I mean, there's one good thing about it is like, you know, these guys are young. They're in... They're not even a peak yet. You know what I mean? They're just coming into their peak. And uh, I'm hearing that they're doing a contract that's like eight years long. I don't even know how... Is that a good thing? Like, I don't, how is that exactly a good thing? And the way they're doing the transfer is the fact that they are tr- get these players in a long-term contract where they have them for their prime years. Since everybody's talking about these players being really good, Chelsea is just like, why don't we get these players for eight years, that prime year, and whenever we're done, we can just, you know, throw them away. That's what they're thinking, I feels like. And, you know, it might work, it might not work, I have no idea. But I am truly excited to see how Grand Potter is going to make this work. Okay? And then another transfer news going to Manchester City of all places. Uh, Cancelo! What? Is this a shocker to everybody? Apparently, Cancelo and Pop Guardiola is just not getting along. And I guess it started right after the World Cup. He played like two games in the last ten games. And, you know, homie's just not getting enough time. And I think he, <laughs> I think he challenged Pep Guardiola about like how important he thinks he is to the team. Apparently, after he was on the bench for the Arsenal game, the next day of practice, he went to Pep Guardiola and said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna get out of here. You know, you don't, you don't. It feels like you don't value me. I'm just gonna leave." And everybody that knows Pep philosophy is, "I'm not making anybody stay here. If you want to leave, you can go ahead and leave." And I think for Pep's consideration, I think like he feels that he got the best out of Cancelo the years that he had with him. But like, why would you send him to Bayern Munich? 
Bayern Munich? Are you serious? That's a plus for them. Like, they, they have one in this case, okay? So they have, I think it's like, was it 11? I think it's $11 million, and they can buy him at the end of the season for $70 million. So for Pep, I mean, that's a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? But for him now, I think he put his uh, Champion League winning into questioning because, I mean, Cancelo was like, he's arguably one of the best left backs. He's a great defender, you know? Homie can play any side of the defense. He can play in the midfield if you want as well. He's basically like Kimmich. You know, imagine if Kimmich could play left or right back, you know what I mean? Imagine that, and then also can play in the middle as good as he plays. And I think this is just a huge win for Bayern. You know, they finally got more reinforcement in the back, which they desperately needed. And I heard that Barcelona was also in the running. I, I wish we would have got him. I would have loved to have this dude. You get what I'm saying? So I think this is a miss for Pep, honestly. But it could just be the way that, you know, the Zata situation, when they just didn't get along and he had to leave. And he, he was still fine. The team hasn't changed at all. So it could be the same situation. He still has the most valuable weapon in football. Erlen Holland, so I think they'll still be fine, but I just don't get why they would let him go to Bayern of all places. Like now, Bayern being the favorites for the Champion League just got a little bit higher just because they got Cancelo, in my opinion. Okay, let's go to Arsenal. For Arsenal, you know, they're a team who is in first place in the Premier League, right? And they're they're great. I mean, the flow of the team they found they found something. I don't know what they found, but it's working. And you know. They, they're not known for usually buying good players, but they just bought Trussoff from Brighton, okay? The, this dude, it's a Belgium, he's a Belgian player, great. I mean, super good, right? And since Chelsea is getting all these new players, so all the old players have to go, and one of them that had to go was Jorginho. And I think this is a win for everybody involved in this transfer. Jorginho is, I mean, I think he's the last stage of his career, but like, he's still good enough. He has experience. And he'll win the Premier League. <laughs> I think he wants to win the Premier League as well. And he'll help them out. You know what I mean? So he'll win the Premier League. Uh, what is it? Arsenal has a backup midfielder. And Chelsea doesn't have to worry about what to do with him. So I think that's a win-win for everybody, that transfer. And the other transfer about Zich. You know, I love, I love this guy. You know what I mean? He's the best Morocco player, right? And he, he wanted to make a move to go to PSG. And I was so, so excited about that because that, that, that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Imagine him and, you know, Key Himmage in the back. That would be fire. That would be fire. So anyway, apparently it didn't work out because Chelsea sabotaged it. I don't know why they sabotaged it, but they did. I mean, the guy was literally in France and he was texting Todd Bowley saying, please, bro, don't mess it up, right? There's no reason to be saying this. These, this is like... Millions and millions of dollars transfer. There's no way that like printing the wrong one or sending the wrong memo was the reason why this guy couldn't go there. They just didn't want to let him go. I think it's it's literally that. Blank point right there. And then we go to Liverpool. Oh. Is anybody feeling sad for Liverpool? Because I'm, I'm honestly pretty sad for them. Because, you know, I'm I'm not a huge Liverpool fan. I'm actually not a Liverpool fan, but this is not a good season for them, right? I mean, they literally have, uh, what's his name? Both of their strikers, three strikers out, right? They were forced to buy all these strikers, and they're not performing. Nunes, I knew this dude was not going to work out. 
it's he's just not gonna work out. I just I just don't think he's capable of scoring twenty goals a season. And Liverpool, they need players who can score at least fifteen to twenty goals a season. They still can't replace Senior Mane. And obviously injury has ruined them. They got Joko out, they got Luis Diaz out. I mean, and they both are out until like late February. And these guys are just not hitting the ground and running. So they're just suffering. And then Mo Salah, you know, he needs somebody to help him out. He's doing as much as he can, but that's still not enough. And then you got the back, which is just in shambles. Van Dyke is hurt, you know what I mean? But Van Dyke has not been great this whole season, right? And then you got, uh, and then you got Trent Alexandra. I don't know if he's still on vacation about just enjoying how great he is when he comes to going forward. But going backwards, no. That's not it. He's just not the guy. He's not the guy for it. And I think Klopp is coming to understanding of that. And, you know, there's, there's some butthead going on. And he's not happy. They've been taking him out. And then the midfield, Henderson, I think he's can we, I think he's done, right? He had a great World Cup, but I think this was the peak. The World Cup was the peak. You can only go down from here for Henderson. And then you got Miller. He, Miller's old, bro. Like, the dude, come on. He's great. He's a machine. But... He's old. And then you got what? You got uh, Thiago. I mean, the British public and the media really love, you know, Thiago. And me, someone that I've watched Thiago from Barcelona to Bayern and now to Liverpool, Thiago is only great when everybody else is great. It's not like he's going to be the one who can make a big change. He, he just follows from other people's energy. He's been like that his whole career, honestly. And then you got uh, Fabinho, who is just not, you know, he's just off. I don't know what's going on over there. He's also just off. So, really, Liverpool is just off everywhere. Club is definitely, you know, at his wit's end. He's going off on people. You know what I mean? He's telling people, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he's blaming everybody else. You know what I mean? But, you know, I just hope, you know, these players come back and help him out. Because they're playing against Real Madrid. The champions. And the champion league is, you know, two weeks away. They got to get it together. They got to get it together. And I generally do feel bad for them, though. I generally feel for club. Because I can see that even the fans will be turning on him. Because they might not even make it to the champion league next year. That's how serious this is. And then you got a team like Chelsea, like we just talked about. They spent over $300 million in just one month. You know what I'm saying? So, and you got Manchester United, who is back and healthy, right? <laughs> Manchester City is up there, and Arsenal is up there. So the top four is going to be extremely hard this year, and the coming years as well. And Liverpool looks like the one is going to get left behind. Quite sad, really. Anyway, that's it for today.